It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast is brought to you by Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. Welcome to Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution. You know, I believe that you and every individual needs a doctor and a staff of professionals who can coach them on a path of health and wellness naturally without using pharmaceutical drugs. So as you mature, you got energy. You got get up and go. You got vim and vigor. You're enthusiastic about life. Now, there's no reason that you should go around like the living wounded, kind of like dragging around, just waiting to pass away. You ought to be, I don't care if you're 30 or 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, you ought to be full of energy, brimming with energy and full of life. Because if you're going to be alive, you might as well feel alive. Today, we're visiting with one of the preeminent doctors in the country that approaches health from a natural point of view. And it's Dr. Sherry Rogers. Longtime friend of mine, I first heard Dr. Rogers back in the late 1980s discussing detox, detoxification. In fact, she wrote, had a book she had written back there called Detoxify or Die, Tired or Toxic. And she was, she's been all over the world speaking on the issues of natural approaches to health, the dangers of pharmaceutical drugs, and the benefits of a good, healthy eating program, replenishment of hormones vitamin and mineral supplementation, exercise. She's lived through it with health problems that she's conquered naturally, and she's been able to apply what she's learned to her practice of medicine, which now is pretty much a consult practice of medicine where she she takes uh, patients by phone from her home either in Florida or North Carolina. Is that right, North Carolina? Sure, in South, actually. (laughs) Pardon me? South Carolina. South Carolina. Well, that's just south of North Carolina, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did I know that? You know, I didn't even learn that in med school. I just figured that out. Anyway, <laughs> I think, didn't Nikki Haley hail from South Carolina? The the woman that was the uh, United States ambassador to the U- United Nations? She was governor. I have, governor. I have no idea. You got to get up to date on these things. She just resigned. I play tennis here. I don't know anything about who's the governor. Anyway, Dr. Rogers has written, I don't know how many books, 20? How many books? 15, just 15. Just 30 15. years of a newsletter and 15 books. And, and, and I want to encourage any one of you that is interested in learning how to be healthy to get copies of her books. And you can go to, what's the website? Uh, Prestige, P-R-E-S-T-I-G-E, prestigepublishing.com or 1-800, when the phones are working, 1-800-846-6687, Well, Dr. Rogers, today we're going to talk about one simple mineral when it's present and people have it in adequate amounts their bodies function well. When they're missing this mineral, their bodies don't do well. So why don't we talk about zinc and how important it is to good health? 
I'd love to. Um, a few years back, we um, actually, I should preface for folks, I'm no smarter than any other doctor. I was just sicker and had to learn how to get well. And um, now I play tennis six days a week and I don't even have gray hair yet. And uh, um, I have no medicines, no symptoms and uh, survived a, well, survived dying when uh, I was 70, uh, five years ago, of something that uh, has only been diagnosed on the autopsy table, never in a living person. And uh, some other time I can go into that. But anyway, the bottom line is everything I say, we have the scientific backup or the references for it, the evidence in the 15 books or the 30 years of the newsletter. So it's not just talk. It, it all has the scientific uh, backup. Now, back to zinc. How I, got, I first got interested in it was among my many illnesses years ago, I had multiple chemical sensitivities. Those were the weirdo people who couldn't eat anything. I had five foods I could eat and uh, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't, smelled everything, reacted to everything, had all sorts of symptoms. And, um, and still to this day, many people who have chemical sensitivity are thought of as neurotic or um, uh, you know, all in their heads because medicine still has not even learned about the diagnosis of it, much less the cure of it. And so I got interested in all the different minerals, vitamins, essential fatty acids, amino acids, and other things, phytonutrients especially, that have to do with healing the detoxification of the human body. And I, got, and I did a paper on zinc, how uh, deficiency of just zinc can give you all the symptoms of multiple chemical sensitivity. But then as I started um, consulting with people in two dozen countries, now I consult in Dubai, London, Singapore, Australia, uh, New Zealand, etc. Uh, on the phone, these are our readers of our books, um, I realized that there's a bigger problem. A lot of people have a, quote, normal zinc level on blood tests, and we'll go into that later, how you can tell if yours is really normal, but they have all the symptoms of a zinc deficiency, and the proof of the pudding is when you give them zinc, those symptoms go away. Uh, one of the first symptoms is an elevated quinolinate, Q-U-I-N-O, quinolinate. It's a sign of early brain deterioration before a person has any symptoms of dementia or certainly Alzheimer's or, or the, 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 the BS, bad science um, definition, MCI in medicine, uh, mild cognitive impairment, because it really is the early sign of Alzheimer's. But they, since they don't know how to reverse it, which is very reversible, um, they just call it impairment and that's, that's where they end it. But anyway... A quinolinate is one sign of early brain deterioration without any other symptoms. It's easy to correct because it only requires B6. But if you give B6 and you don't have enough zinc, it doesn't work because B6 doesn't work in the body. It only works when it is converted to its active form, pyridoxal 5-phosphate, P5P. And so that's also um, what we use in the newsletters as a good test of a doctor if he knows enough to help you heal. Because you can just go in and say, oh, gee, I had this elevated quinolinate. What does that mean? If he looks at you like uh, you just dropped your drawers, which most of them do, uh, he doesn't even know what it is, much less how to fix it. Um, the next one also is a good test of a doctor who 
doesn't know any it doesn't know enough uh, nutritional biochemistry to help you heal. Um, the, and this would be if you have a high beta carotene level and a low vitamin A level. You might think, well, gee, beta carotene is a great thing because even um, I showed in the book Wellness Against All Odds, uh, Harvard researchers showed that a high beta carotene reprograms the P53 gene the gene that gets damaged or mutated and then becomes fertilizer for cancer, beta carotene reprograms it. It makes it go back to the wild P53 gene, which makes cancer cells commit suicide, what we call in molecular biochemistry apoptosis. So you'd think a high beta carotene is great, but if the vitamin A is low, that's because there's not enough zinc in the enzyme to convert beta carotene to vitamin A. And so that's another good sign or a test. You won't, the doctors don't even know they're being tested. Um, and, and that's why there are very few shows of physicians that I will do because um, I would be highly insulting to them, but I'm not to Dr. Hotsey because he knows this stuff. <laughs> and so anyway. Only because you've been a good teacher. <laughs> you can. Uh, you can ask the doctor, gee, I had a high beta carotene, but my vitamin A is low. Does that mean I'm low in anything? And if he doesn't say zinc, then you know he's never going to be able to help you because he just doesn't know that much chemistry. And, and at least you know where you stand, and especially if you have something very serious. So then we could go into, uh, and don't get nervous, there are over 200 zinc enzymes, and I'm not going to do all of them. <laughs> it would take time. But uh, as we showed in the book, How to Cure Diabetes, uh, you must have adequate levels of zinc in the pancreas for the peptidase and for the pancreatic function. Plus, diabetes now has been called in many circles Alzheimer's of the brain. In fact, I could have just as well titled How to Cure Diabetes, How to Cure Alzheimer's. It's the same chemistry. It's the same body. It's the same everything. There are a few more nutrients and things you have to do to tweak for Alzheimer's, but they're really very, very similar, which is why uh, many docs now are calling uh, diabetes Alzheimer's of the brain. Uh, mm. Another, there are many other zinc enzymes. For example, the number one liver disease now, non-alcoholic steatohepatitis or non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, whatever you want to call it, um, is an epidemic now. People start with, they go to the doctor and he says, oh, some of your liver enzymes are up. You have fatty liver. I again, I'm no smarter than any other doctor, but when I do the phone consults on our readers in two dozen countries, one of the things I do before I speak with them is review the last three years of all the records of all the doctors they've seen that they also sent to me, because this is part of the total package of that person so that I can better interpret their 12 pages of molecular biochemistry. So anyway, when I see these records from hepatologists, liver specialists from all over the world. Do you think I've ever seen one who even checks an RBC zinc? Never. Mm. Because they're absolutely clueless about healing. In fact, what they do is they next say, well, you better have a liver biopsy. My gosh, you can die from that. You can bleed to death. It's very hard to put a Band-Aid or a tourniquet on That's the liver so if you've created. 
uh, uh, bleeding with your uh, biopsy. There are a number of liver enzymes, I'll just talk about a couple of them, that are impacted by the low zinc. One is the LDH, lactic acid dehydrogenase, because it's not only a liver enzyme, it's in the heart, it's in the bone, it's in the brain, it's in many places. In fact, there are different five different types, and there's probably more as they keep looking at it more closely. But one of the things that we looked, uh, that we wrote about, um, I think it was January this year or last year in the newsletter, uh, Total Wellness, was the elevated lactate level uh, in people. When that's up, uh, that can be a sign of a hidden cancer. It doesn't have to be. It can be a sign of candida growing in the gut from antibiotics years ago. But now the candida is making an enzyme called thiaminase, which destroys vitamin B1 before you can even get it absorbed. Even if you're taking it, it doesn't get in. And so the lactate goes up. It can cause muscle pain and brain fog, whatever. But um, it's a very important clue because it's a serious sign that the body's chemistry is in deep trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, there are um, many other zinc enzymes when you, every day, we break down our genetic material, different proteins, and we put in new pieces. We refresh it. It's called growth or living. And when the body puts back the pieces, for example, it, it takes apart your, one of your genes, the genetic material, the DNA. And, and it takes it apart, it takes out some old rusty um, amino acids and other parts, and when it puts it back together, when it reassembles, if it doesn't put them back in the right order, then you have mutations, or you have some new disease. And that's where the zinc enzymes DNA polymerase and RNA polymerase come in. And then, of course, in a Total Wellness Newsletter, we talk so much in, uh, about the mitochondria. Um, you saw in Is Your Cardiologist Killing You? Uh, how important mitochondrial repair is for every heart disease, whether it's high blood pressure, uh, heart failure, uh, cardiomyopathy, atrial fibrillation, whatever. Uh, repairing after stents, because the stents have chemotherapy in them, which actually kill heart tissue. Uh, anyway, that's in the book, uh, Is Your Cardiologist Killing You? The important thing, one of the important things about mitochondrial repair, and I might just refresh your memories, um, mitochondria are little organelles inside of every cell where God's miracle occurs a gazillion times a day. It changes a molecule of food into the thing we call energy or life or electrons. If I were suddenly dead in front of you, I'm the same chemicals, the same, um, the same toxins, everything. The only difference is the electricity has stopped. And one of the important things for that electricity in the mitochondria is an enzyme called superoxide dismutase. And um, it, it, that one in the mitochondria requires um, mang manganese, but in the plasma, there are two more SODs, and they require one requires copper and the other requires zinc. So again, you have to have zinc for um, eating up or neutralizing the free radicals, the superoxide 
reactive oxygen species, the things that drill holes in our cell membranes. Um, the, uh, another. Let's go back. Let's, let me go back and just okay. clear clear something up so everybody knows. I, I visit with about uh, our guests and our listeners often about the mitochondria, which, ladies and gentlemen, are just power plants that exist within the cells. Some cells have a few or one or two. Heart cells have thousands of power plants, mitochondria, that take our nutrients, the hormones, vitamins, and minerals, and it converts it to electrical energy. So you think about it. If you're, if you're low in energy, what does that tell you about the power plants within your cells? If you're a low-energy person, you're creating low voltage, low electricity in your cells, and you're not going to have energy. You've got low metabolism. Now, what we want to do with you, and everybody should want this, is you want to be a high-voltage individual Literally, we talk about this all the time in, in, in common vernacular. We say, oh, Sally, she's a live wire. Or, Boy, he's sure a live wire. He's got energy. He's moving about. And you go, man, that guy's got a lot of energy. Well, where does that energy come from? It comes from the mitochondria. It comes from the power plants within your cells. And that's why it's so important in, to have a physician that understands what makes people well, and it's energy production. If you have low metabolism, nothing's going to work right, and you're going to get a host of diseases. You're going to live a sluggish life, and you're going to have a host of problems. You're going to have, you, you're going to have fatigue. You're going to have difficulty with weight. You're going to have low body temperature. You're not going to think clearly. You're not going to sleep well. Your body's going to ache. You're going to be prone to diseases. Your immune system's going to be unhealthy. You're going to be sluggish in your bowel function. And you're going to tend to get infections. You're going to be. You're not going to be healthy. You're not going to be well. So it's important on every aspect to keep the mitochondria healthy. Your power plants healthy. It involves good, healthy eating lifestyle. It involves proper vitamin and mineral supplementation to keep you detoxed. Uh, uh, hormonal replenishment as you age, particularly thyroid hormone. Thyroid hormone is is like a spark plug within. Our cells, it helps the cells produce and use energy. And because so many people have been poisoned with fluoride, we've got a rampant problem across the country with hypothyroidism that goes undiagnosed and unrecognized. So the mitochondria are the power plants within the cells. So when Dr. Um, Rogers is talking about the mitochondria, I just wanted to bring you back and remember and remind you how important those mitochondria, those power plants within your cell are to your overall health. Back Thank to you, you, Dr. Ross. That was great. I, I love those bringing us back down to earth because I can sometimes get up in a chemical <laughs> cloud. <laughs> I read a couple hours of molecular biochemistry every day Boy, because that... I'm, I'm so hooked on getting people well and um, people have done the most amazing things you know they reverse Alzheimer's and cancers and you name it and it sounds ridiculous in regular medicine because they don't cure anything the practice guidelines are all drugs devices sometimes genetic work and then surgery and that's it there's no cure there's no looking for cause and cure at all and yet there are only two causes for all disease Nutrient levels go down, and the toxicity levels go up. Which which affect your mitochondria and your power plants. So when you got high, t here's what happens, folks. As you age, inevitably, it, as you age, your your natural hormones decline. In America, we eat junk food. 
and it's full of all kinds of toxins, plastics, you know, chemicals, uh, uh, petrochemical products. We get fluoride in our water and in our toothpaste. You may not know this, or you may, you probably are aware of this, Doctor Rogers. Uh, and I'm sure you don't use Crest toothpaste or any of the other toothpaste. But if you look on the side, folks, you look on the side of your toothpaste. There's a little box, a warning box, and it says, "Do not." allow children under six years of age to use this. And if you consume more than if you consume what's on your toothbrush and swallow it immediately call poison control or see your physician, emergency physician. Now, why would you put, why would that warning label be on there? Because you got fluoride, which is a toxin in the toothpaste. Why would you put a toxin that if you consume, like you're going to take toothpaste, it's not going to get in your system. It's it's crazy. So we've got products that are poisoning us. And so when you get, and that leads to a host of symptoms. You get overweight, you're obese, you get diabetes, you get heart disease, you get strokes, you get kidney disorders, you get joint disorders. You're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. You So you go to the doctor and the doctor says, aha, oh, your blood tests are normal. We just need to give you a few drugs. And so they're going to drug you up. And I love your your quip, Dr. G- uh, Rogers, and you'll get, when you take these drugs, you just get sicker quicker because every drug, every pharmaceutical drug that you receive from a doctor made by the drug companies you get pick up at the drugstore is a toxin. And a toxin, by definition, is a poison. You go, well, what do you know it's a toxin? Because anybody that went to med school, has to take pharmacology in the first semester of med school, and there's a chapter on detoxification of pharmaceutical drugs. Well, what do you have to detoxify? A toxin, and a toxin's a poison. So the underlying philosophy of modern medicine is that I can poison you to good health. They don't say that, but that's underlying what goes on. I, I, can, I can give you a toxin and make you well. Well, it doesn't cure anything. You've got to go, as Dr. Rogers has talked about, You've got to address the underlying problem. Now, we're talking about zinc, and there are a num- n- number of other minerals and vitamins uh, and improper foods and, and chemicals that can cause you to being in absence or presence can lead to poor health. You've got to address the underlying cause and treat that rather than tre- treating the symptoms. And what happens in modern medicine is most physicians label the symptoms as the diagnosis. And so I like to say they have a, they're afflicted with a disorder called labelitis where they take your symptom. They often change it to a Latin word and say, that's what you've got. You're for instance, fibromyalgia. You go into the doctor, you're aching all over. You got muscle joint aches and pains. They do a thousands of dollars of workup and x-rays and CT scans and come back in a very, serious tone and say you have fibromyalgia well that is that is not a diagnosis folks your question should be what is what is fibromyalgia well it means you have joint and muscle aches and pains in latin well that's what i told you i have so how how is that a diagnosis what's causing the problem should be your question whenever your doctor tells you anything he gives you a diagnosis your your question should be why do i have that what is causing it? That's where you put them on edge because they don't know the cause. They go, you got high blood pressure. Well, you have high blood pressure. That's not a diagnosis. That's a description of a symptom. 
what's causing the hypertension? What's causing the high blood pressure, doctor? And what can I do to stop it? And he'll say, well, you've got to take these drugs, which are going to make you sicker quicker. Anyway, I got on my high horse there, Dr. Rogers. Let's go back to zinc. <laughs> Uh, well, it's all good because we, we all need to keep remembering all these different things because, well, actually, uh, I just uh, I lectured in Oxford uh, years ago, and I thought they would be ahead of the curve, but apparently they're not because uh, they just did a study of fellows. The average age was 25 years of age, and even though I thought that folks in England ate a lot better than we do, uh, one in 12, these are 25-year-olds who are, quote, healthy and normal. They take no drugs. Nobody knows there's anything wrong with them. They already have coronary calcifications, and one in three already has early high blood pressure. Mm. We have a nation of a lot of young people who think they are totally immune to all of this stuff and that uh, nutritional medicine is really for just old folks, and uh, they couldn't be any more wrong. And, and then there are the people who feel that, well, wait a minute, if, if this, how, how did the drug industry get so much power? Uh, it's easy. We'll just have pe we'll just have doctors learn how to uh, heal people, and we won't have to read a thing, and we won't have to worry about it. They have no idea. There was just in the Wall Street of all places, they showed that the annual income total combined income of 68 hospitals is around $14 billion a year. That's one drug, Lipitor, <laughs> the, the one year's uh, annual revenue from one drug from one pharmaceutical company. So they can see how potent the pharmaceutical industry is in uh, United States medicine. Anyway, back to the zinc enzymes. Okay. Uh, and by the way, you know, zinc was uh, is used for uh, galvanization to stop rusting on uh, tin roofs. Uh, I, I lived in a treehouse 12 feet in the air in Grand Cayman, uh, the British West Indies, uh, back in the uh, 80s, um, several months every year. Well, um, and uh, anyway, those rooftops were all galvanized. The ones that were not rusted and oxidized, and that's exactly what happens in our bodies. When we don't have enough zinc, we actually rust or oxidize the free radicals, the, the naked electrons from toxins that we are exposed to every day in our air, food, and water. Um, they drill holes in our cell membranes and prematurely uh, uh, age us. Another so zinc is, you can think of it as uh, antioxidant because it, it really is, uh, although not classified that in, in uh, biochemical toxicology. Another zinc enzyme is carbonic anhydrase. You think, what the heck is that? That's one of the enzymes in our stomach that we make hydrochloric acid for, uh, with, so that we can digest and absorb all of our nutrients and kill bugs before they get to the intestines or into the bloodstream. More importantly, carbonic anhydrase is an enzyme in the pancreas that creates the alkaline tide after we eat. And this is in How to Cure Diabetes because alkalinity is 
good for the body. We like to be slightly on the alkaline or basic side. We know that when people are acidotic, um, they have bad breath, um, they have diabetes, diabetic acidosis. If you have a car accident uh, you can and lose a lot of blood, you can be acidotic and they uh, give you bicarbonate. We don't want to be acidic. In fact, there's a book, uh, uh, acid, what is it, acid and alkaline, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you want to be slightly on the alkaline side. And if you don't have enough zinc, you're not. Uh, another zinc enzyme is delta-6 desaturase, delta-5 desaturase. Uh, we'll just call it D6D. What this does is it converts your fatty acids, the fats that we eat, into the right fats that prevent atrial fibrillation, Alzheimer's, arthritis, asthma, autoimmune diseases, and that's just the A's. <laughs> it's for everything. When I do phone consults with our readers and I see their 12-page uh, molecular biochemistry assay, a lot of people, especially if they have atrial fibrillation or pre-Alzheimer's or arthritis or autoimmune diseases, whatever, cancers, they, their cell membranes are literally starving for the right fatty acids and choked with the wrong ones. A lot of them are on this coconut craze. Their saturate levels are off the chart, way over on the right side. And, they're, they're, and then they're, they're doing the Mediterranean diet, their oleic acid, their um, olive oil, way up high. They're literally choking their cell membranes. And so this enzyme is extremely important to metabolize your cod liver oil, which gives you the omega-3s. And in fact, this enzyme is destroyed by the phthalates that we talked about in Detoxify or Die. Uh, and that book shows you how to get rid of the phthalates because the plastics are in everybody's system and they damage, among many other chemicals, uh, the D6D that helps you, it's called beta oxidation, it helps you metabolize the fatty acids that make up the cell membrane. That's the computer keyboard. It gives the directions for everything in the body, everything. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if you don't make enough DHA, which is in cod liver oil, um, but if you don't have enough D6D to convert EPA to DHA, then DHA is one of the things that I call an amyloid eater. Amyloid is a protein in the brain that causes Alzheimer's. It's one of the many things that goes on in the brain to deteriorate it. DHA is an amyloid eater. Uh, it helps restore the memory and, and the brain function. And that all that stuff is in the last couple of years of total wellness and then how to cure diabetes and how to get rid of those um, phthalates and detoxify or die. Well, to, let's, just, uh, let's mention that just to underscore about cod liver oil and the benefits of cod liver oil or fish oil when you're getting, the key is that you want to get these um, omega-3 fatty acids. And these are DHA, which is the casohexanoic acid, and EPA, icosopentatoic acid. That's why we have initials. EPA, uh, uh, EPA. That's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. So it's EPA and DHA. These are important um, fatty acids, omega threes, that are essential for good brain health and health of all our membranes. I take a 
I take a tablespoon a day of cod liver oil. I like it. I use Nordic Natural. Uh, you have a, a brand you've mentioned in your book. But the key is get get yourself a good – take a tablespoon of cod liver oil every day, folks. And I and for the kids, if you got children, I'd give them a teaspoon a day. That will help their, these young kids. Remember, the brain doesn't mature until a person gets into their 20s. So uh, cod liver oil is very important for numerous reasons. You know, it, it helps, you know, keep – platelets from getting too sticky so it cuts down on blood clots and it's important for all the health of the membranes of all your cells how, how much how much cod liver oil you recommend a day tablespoon is that enough we we go by everybody's different so we we measure we check I, people i just i, I you know i'm kind of i'm kind of like if if a teaspoon is good i'm gonna take two or three it's not gonna hurt me to take cod liver oil but a tablespoon at my size i weigh 175 pounds and that does that does well. And I've used that for years, and highly recommend using cod liver oil. The doctor has told you exactly why it's important, and and how many doctors tell their tell their patients, why don't you take a tablespoon of cod liver oil, or a teaspoon? They don't do that, or tell them to take zinc. They don't measure it. They don't care about it. They don't know about it. Anyway. Let's go. That and that was that was a good point though about the cod liver oil and the DHA. DHA, uh, uh, DHA, I'm sorry, dehydrohepatic acid, DHA, will cut down on the amyloid buildup in the brain. And amyloid is what's found in the brain of people that have Alzheimer's. So I, don't, I wouldn't wait till you start. You can't remember things before you start taking your, your cod liver oil. Start when you're young. Keep your brain healthy. Well, even the, quote, senior moments that are kind of laughable and people just think of it as a joke, those are signs that you've already damaged part of the brain and you definitely need to get the assay that we talk about in the books and the newsletters to see what needs correcting because that's already a bad sign. Yes, it is. And I've had a few of those occasionally. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay, uh, Dr. Jones, I mean Dr. Rogers. (laughs) (laughs) Zinc also displaces cadmium, which is one of the many heavy metals that you can't avoid in a lot of foods because of the acid rain, the cadmium from industrial pollutants is in the soil, it's taken up in the plants, and it's in our foods. And uh, so zinc helps to displace that. Uh, and it, it lowers histamine. It has to do with blood clotting, serotonin. I mean, we could go on forever, but I promised we wouldn't do 200 of the enzymes. We well, only let's talk. Enzymes. Let's talk about. It. So, <laughs> if 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 any for any one of our listeners, if you were to tell them just without a blood test, what would you recommend that they ought, they ought to have? How much zinc should they make sure they take as a supplement? What's a minimum? Well, that's, that's just it. The, 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 one of the important things about it uh, is that first you have to be in the top 50 percentile of, quote, normal. In other words, when you see your lab result, say a normal zinc, say you got it done at LabCorp or Quest instead of the one that we use, um, say normal was four to six, you want to be five or higher from the middle, the middle to the top half because now most of our research papers are laughingly showing that 
we can't figure out what is wrong, but people in the lower half of normal are not normal. They're all the sickos. Because back when uh, we all started doing testing nutrients, uh, this is like 40 years ago in people, we, uh, the government stepped in and said, well, we're going to show you how to define normal because nobody knows what a normal is. So we want you to take 500 bloods kicking around the lab there and uh, wherever 95%, test them all for zinc, and wherever 95% of the, the values fall, that's what you're going to call zinc, or call no. normal. The problem with that was those bloods in the lab were from people with one foot in the grave. They had cancers. They had five medicines. They were sickos. That's why right. they sent their blood to the lab. If they had been smart, and they still are not, they would have said, let's take 100 well people, actually more, you should have more, 500 or so, um, and with no medicines, and find out where their zinc level is. So it turns out, for most minerals, you want to be in the top 50%. And then, if you know, people listening to this might say, okay, I'm going to run out and take some zinc. Well, whoa, because everything is on a teeter-totter. If you take too much zinc, you lower copper. The cytochrome C oxidase is the enzyme that promotes healing. It's in the mitochondria. Um, the lumen is a far infrared pad that we've recommended for years because uh, as tennis players every day, uh, we're surrounded by people who get sprained ankles and pulled plantaris muscle and so forth. Instead of um, three to four weeks, sometimes it's three to four hours or days because it accelerates healing because that machine actually turns on the frequency of the cytochrome C oxidase enzyme. You're talking about you're talking about the infrared you're talking about infrared sauna? No, the lumen. L U M E N. It's a far infrared pad ah. that you plug in. It's in the book How to Cure Diabetes, all about it in there. How to cure diabetes, the lumen. It's a pad that accelerates healing because it has, you know, there's a lot of junk out there in the internet and on the market. So we have to sort through this mess. And uh, this one has, they've done all their research. They show that the frequency is the same frequency of the enzyme cytochrome C oxidase. But you can't turn the enzyme on if you don't have enough copper. And if you're taking too much zinc and you bottom out your copper, then it won't work. Likewise, too much zinc can lower molybdenum. Molybdenum is huge for sulfations, uh, the hormone chemistry, all that. Uh, too much zinc will lower your manganese, which is in the uh, mitochondrial superoxide dismutase. Too much zinc will lower your chromium, which then can lead to diabetes, endothelial dysfunction, high blood pressure, you name it. So the longer uh, they're short, before you, before you take any zinc, you should get a zinc red blood cell can, uh, level. Yes, RBC and zinc. too much zinc can lower vanadium. Vanadium is an insulin mimic. It's right. one of the few minerals that actually acts like an insulin. But if you don't have enough of it and you're bottoming it out with zinc, then, you know, you're, you're out of trouble. In the dictionary, the word galvanization has two meanings. One is to actually motivate. The next is to protect. And we saw that with oxidation right. and zinc uh, galvanization. And so my message today is to make people motivated and protective and get themselves galvanized. Um, 
the average person would take maybe 15 milligrams of zinc a day, but usually they're too low because many other things in the uh, the 7M that we talk about in the newsletter in the last few years, they lower your zinc. A lot of things will trash the zinc, and so people need a lot more. But then, as I say, once you start playing around with taking more, then you bottom out copper, molybdenum, manganese, chromium, vanadium, and who knows what else. There are probably other minerals that we haven't even discovered yet because don't forget, even the government doesn't even have an RDA for things that you absolutely are proven have to have like chromium right. to cure diabetes, di high blood pressure, endothelial dysfunction, erectile dysfunction, you name it. Well, so, um, well Dr. Rogers, you have given us a lot to think about the importance of one single <clears throat> mineral and that's zinc and how important that is so you may ask your physician next time you have your blood level say why don't you check my zinc level my red blood cell zinc level rbc and see what they say and then if you want to get further information and educate yourself so that you'll know far more than your doctor does about natural approaches to health then i'd recommend you go to Dr. Sherry Rogers' website where she has her books, and it's called Prestige, P-R-E-S-T-I-G-E, Publishing, Prestige Publishing, one word, dot com. Or you could just Google uh, Dr. Sherry Rogers, and that'll take you to her website as well. And you can, be, you can begin to educate yourself. And that's the most important thing you can do is get educated. And don't be like one of the lemmings that just follows what everybody else does and goes down the path the primrose path that's going to lead you to really destruction. You want to take good care of your health, and you can do that if you know what to do. And Dr. Rogers has written 15 books and has newsletters you can you can uh, receive on a monthly basis to keep yourself educated. Dr. Rogers, I sure am grateful to you for joining us today and educating us as you do every time and helping stimul stimulate me, too to be a, a better student of your works. Oh, my pleasure. Um, they're lucky to have you because there are very few people practicing who, <laughs> who want to look for the cause and the cure. So this is wonderful for everybody. Well, thank you, Dr. Rogers, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you soon. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.